And welcome back, everyone, to another production of Go Be Wyoming. Uh, if you were listening to our other segment, Zach and I were kind of leading you to, we're going to do kind of a new segment. This is our Give No Ground segment. Zach, I'm kind of excited to do it. Um, we're going to release this with the state one on Monday. Um, but uh, Zach, today, all we're going to talk about, hopefully we stay on track, is just um, transparency and how you know it's important that we need to talk about the importance of, you know, kind of constitutional rights, you know, what the government's actually supposed to do, not this idea of it's fine to let them do things. Um, so Zach, I'm, I'm kind of excited to dig into it and kind of give us, uh, give people a little more of our opinions a little bit. Yeah, uh, me too. You know, we, we, we've been trying to stay kind of that neutral middle ground, just report the facts. Um, but every now and then there's something that comes up where we just kind of have to set that aside and just say, look, this is, this is what we are thinking about it. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm excited. This is going to be a, a really fun, um, segment. And, you know, I hope people listen to it and if they disagree with us, you know, feel free to come and talk, you know, we, we want to have those, those open conversations about these things. So, well, and, and provide information like really honestly zach like we are trying to find information on the reasons why we're the state of wyoming is and really kind of the nation you know why are we doing things but then you look at the data and you're like one it's all confusing you know and and then everyone's doing it different and then you get different opinions so that's what we're talking so the reason we're doing this is because transparency last week the governor had a big brief a big hearing about that obviously some counties he just came out and he's released you know some changes health orders um and the reason we're doing this now is zach you and i were talking on our other segments about none of this makes any sense you know the 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 numbers and things we're looking at you know we're, we're confused you know we're kind of upset with the other media members across the state not asking some questions some very important questions um so this is all about transparency. You know, Governor Gordon says we're very transparent. You know, he wants to be transparent. Um, but we're going to dig into this. And, and one of the things we mentioned in our state segment is he mentioned a thing about our hospitals are getting overrun with out-of-staters. No one asked him, you know, what are the numbers of out-of-staters in our hospitals? Um, and then you look on the Department of Health's website, they don't really provide that. Um, I got a little tip, I won't name names on who it was or whatever, but um, Sheridan Memorial Hospital um, tracks that. They know, they know, you know, what state you're a resident of, and I was told it is sent to the state. So when they're reporting hospitalization numbers, they report it to the state. So my question is that the state is like, whoa, 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 if, you're, if our governor is coming out here saying we're getting overrun without a staters, you know, trying to blame I wouldn't say he's trying to put blame on other people, but he kind of was, you know, he called out South Dakota, Utah, Colorado, but it's like, well, what are the numbers? You know, like, right. um, are, are, so that, that's, that was one thing, Zach, what's kind of your, your take, you've got the, the health department website up. Yeah. So I am looking, I did find on the, their website, um, hospital numbers, but just looking through here, it, I mean, it doesn't tell you what it's looking at are ventilators, whether they're open or not, 
how many ICU beds there are, um, and then just current hospital, how many patients are currently there. It doesn't tell you, um, you know, whether or not they're out of staters, whether or not, you know, when they were admitted. And, and you know, maybe some of this you can't report because it's confidential, but <clears throat> at the same time, um, you know, when the governor comes out and makes a claim like that, makes it sound like we're being completely overrun in our hospitals. Yep. But then also adds into that up the tail end, we're letting out of state people. And I think that needs to be made known. Um, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> and you bring, you brought up a good point about, you know, it's confidentiality, but then my counterpoint then to get us in a loop here is, well, we are, we are restricting rights anyways. You know, this is a quote unquote global pandemic. So, you know, if we're trying to be transparent and have data, I feel like that's some necessary data to know where are these people from? Yeah. Any, so anyways, you can kind of get in a little loop there about like, I get it, but you're calling this a global, you know, you can't see me here, but I'm going quotes, global <laughs> pandemic, but now we're concerned about saying if this person's from Montana, you know, versus what. So anyway, so, um, oh, okay. So that's interesting. It shows ICU bed numbers. Yeah. Um, how much does it show for Sheridan County? Okay. So Sheridan Memorial Hospital has about seven adult ICU beds open mm. and has 11 total adult ICU beds. Okay. Yeah. So out of that, that 11, there's seven that are being used. Um, the VA, there's no information for the, the VA. Um, but yeah, so Sheridan Memorial Hospital, 11 total beds, seven are currently open. Or are open. open. So seven so, are so, open. So four are being used. And so yeah. this was, in, in this, this was actually my big question to, to a nurse that works at the Sheridan Memorial Hospital. And because this was something I was thinking about when the governor's like, we're almost overrun, we're almost out of ICU beds. And I'm like, Hey, I understand, like, you know, Sheridan, we only have 11. Like, I get it. Like, you know, we're a small hospital. But I'm looking at, you know, you've seen our hospital, Zach. It's huge. And they're building onto it. And I'm like, <laughs> they keep people out. You know, like, they're not doing surgeries. Well, they maybe were when we were light. But now with the restrictions, they're probably not. But, you know, I'm sitting here like, it's a huge building you're telling me we can only fit 11 people in there? Like, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And so I asked the nurse and, and that, you know, I'm glad I asked because I got an answer of, no, we are ready. If we need to, we can get, we can have 60 ish COVID patients in there if we need to. Now, like, I don't want that. And I don't, you know, right. God forbid, but I'm like, okay, see, that makes me feel, I'm like, we're like, I'm, I'm glad now that I'm like, hey, our local hospital actually thought about it. Whereas yeah. the governor, someone asked him, they're like, what, what's the plan? And he's like, I don't know, we might just do a 10 outside the hospital. I'm like, dude, we have, we've had eight months. Yeah, you're telling me a hospital down now, who knows what the ICU numbers are in Cheyenne and stuff, but I would hope their hospital is bigger than Sheridan, right? Right. It looks you're like, telling, yeah. Um, Okay, Cheyenne Regional has to 14 total and seven open. So half of theirs are, are used. And again, that's you know what's reported or what they currently have. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I'm sure each county and each uh, hospital is, um, I, I wouldn't be, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't, but when, you know, they're probably not sharing the full numbers, just like, you know, the, this nurse said, there's 60 beds ready. Um, yep. So. See, and so, <laughs> now I, I and, and, and one thing that, that the nurse mentioned was the, the issue is staff. You know, there's not qualified staff to help. I get that, especially out here in Wyoming. I, I, I get it 100%. But this whole idea of we're going to get overrun is, is it's the staff's going to get overrun. It's not that the facility is not going to get overrun. And the governor was making it seem like we're going to be sending people away or we're going to be putting them in tents. No. Uh, you know, they're going to be inside. Now the issue is going to be, are we going to be able to give them the correct care? Cause we don't have the staff. So it's like, that's misleading. Like he's making it sound like we're, like you said, we're getting overrun. Like we've got people waiting outside and they can't get in. Yeah. You know um, now if the Cheyenne hospital is not prepared, like we are up here, then it's like, well, what the heck have you guys been doing the last eight months? You know, right. you, you've got a building that can fit patients. Yep. Now, is it quote, you know, like we've all seen apocalypse movies. You're telling me we can't throw up tarps and, you know, and like, you know, all that stuff. Um, but anyways, but um, yeah. Uh, that's what we're talking about is like, just <laughs> people are, people are, and, and I, not to say that the governor's office is doing it intentionally, but it's just like, Give us all the facts, you know, give us, give us yeah. the information, give us the facts. Um, right. Zach, dig, dig, dig deep into this one. You were looking on the, the department's website. There is apparently a difference between isolating and quarantining in, in, in regards yes. to how the state sees it. Right. So isolation lasts 10 days. Um, there's a couple different scenarios, but the difference between isolation and quarantine is that in isolation you have taken a COVID test and it is positive. Um, so regardless of whether or not you have symptoms, you have to isolate for a minimum of 10 days. Um, and now those 10 days start from uh, the day you develop symptoms. So uh, quarantine then is you've come into contact with somebody who you know has tested positive um, and then you are, you, but you have not gotten a test. So quarantine, you've come into contact with somebody, but you haven't been tested. Um, so I think what this means then, your quarantine starts, right? You've come yep. into contact, your quarantine starts, and at some period in those two weeks, you develop symptoms, your 10-day isolation starts there. So you could be on the very last day of your quarantine, get the symptoms, and now you've got another 10 days in quarantine basically but it's isolation yep. um so so yeah i mean there, there's the difference i mean we, you know we like we said before we started recording we were using these terms interchangeably and it means different things to the state yep. um so you know but then again the, that begs the question again i can't find it on the state website you know does uh a recovered person get counted after their 10 days have gone by, you know? And then like, you know, we said maybe, I think it was this week or maybe it was the week before, I had to fill out in my quarantine, you know, a week, a daily uh, checklist 
right, excuse me, about the uh, um, symptoms that I was having. And then I don't think I got an email after my two weeks that said, okay, congratulations, your quarantine's over. But they did tell me on my phone call, the, you know, when it started, I, you know, what my last day would be. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess in that time, if I never experienced symptoms, do I even get counted as a positive, you know? Do I get yep. counted as recovered in that uh, sense? So, um, right. And that's, um, this is what we're dealing with in the schools, right? Is a kid has symptoms, goes home. And originally we were doing like the halo, you get sent home. It's like, okay, well, so are those getting counted or are we, and then, you know, uh, we're going to get into this, the testing, you know, it's like, I know plenty of kids that their parents have made them test four or five times and they might not even have symptoms. It's just more of they, you know, at the, mm-hmm. really we're all getting to a point where it's like, it's better to get tested positive, do the 10 days and then say, you know what, I'm done, you know, which might not be the safest thing to do, but it's kind of like, I mean, what, how you just laid it out. If I'm quarantined, due to contact, I have no symptoms until that last day and I get symptoms, then I have a decision to make. Do I get tested? Then that way it's only 10 days or or do I just go another 14 days, you know, two weeks. People cannot live this way. Like, and anyone that argues with us, I'd love to hear your reason why, because it's, that's almost a month. So how, how's a kid going to go to school? how is someone supposed to work, you know? So, and then, like you said, it's confusing because then we're interchanging and then maybe the state, you know, is saying like, Oh, you have to isolate, you know, and I'm, you know, anyway, so. No, yeah, you're right. And it's like, so then those numbers, right. Get put on this graph that were, you know, it's on their website on the department of health website, how many um, positive tests there are, how many positive cases there are which makes it seem like the spike is higher than it is if you have a significant portion who are just in isolation but have never tested positive. Um, You know, maybe people are thinking that's a silly, you know, it was like, oh, obviously they're only counting the positive tests. But at the same time, if you go look at this graph, there are way more non-Wyoming public health tests being administered than um, the public, the actual public health tests that they have. So again, it, uh, yep. I, I don't know where I'm going with that, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it just shows this weird inflation, and so I don't know if they're counting those tests as you know reliable or whatever. Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, and and then uh, yeah, it's just there's not a clear answer, and it's um, you know my opinion is this is why this got blown out of proportion because it's like there you know and politically it's been blown up to you know it's some individual's fault and i think we all know who is getting blamed for it's his fault but it's like okay that's a joke because you ask any you know no one has no one has given me an answer of like how we would a norm like how you because we locked down first off we locked down and now it's like mm-hmm. some states are doing a third lockdown you know, some countries are doing a third lockdown. So do not tell me it's one individual's fault um, yeah. for not knowing what to do. Um, 
so like that's i think this is it's all blown into proportion and then we're not all using the same information and we're not using marker like we're not there was no clear like what our steps are going to be uh to be back yeah. to normal um right and that's what zach and i are talking about um and zach next thing so today friday the 20th so i don't know if this is yesterday's numbers or they're saying this and again this is where it's like are we count like are we reporting on yesterday's numbers if that makes sense <laughs> or is this today's numbers anyways regardless um if it was yesterday's or today's um so there were only 270 new cases reported and then this is where it's like i don't know how we're counting recoveries so but um over a thousand were reported on the same day uh, of recovered so um Cowboy State Daily mentioned this is the first day in, in a couple weeks where we've had more recoveries than cases. Um, if you listen to our other segments uh, that we've recorded through this week, the state one, I mentioned I've been watching this last week and a half. Yes, two weeks ago, we saw our huge spikes in cases. But then I mentioned, you know, I'm watching the day count and it's going back down. Here's my proof that, look, we're under 300 cases in one day, and now we've got over 1,000 recoveries. And right. Zach, to your point in our state one, you mentioned, like, you know, maybe the governor should just try and wait a little bit longer if he can, but, you know, too late. He's already put his orders in yeah. um, to the yeah. first week of December. But this is good news, and it's kind of like we didn't <laughs> – this is the first week we've had mask mandates. So, uh, anyways, I guess yeah. it, we'll kind of wait and see. No, you're, yeah, you're exactly right. That peak, um, again, looking at the Wyoming uh, Public Health website, Department of Health's website, um, two weeks ago, November 8th, the amount of positive tests was 31%. Um, as of this past Sunday, the 15th, uh, it was down to 27%. So a 4% drop over two weeks. Um, Tuesday, the 17th, um, 16%, right? So it is going to, that's a, that's a nine or 11% drop uh, in the, you know, percentage of positive tests. So we are seeing the, the decrease. And, you know, I, I was, I saw that this morning that the governor announced those restrictions. And I was like, oh man, like he could just waited maybe a couple more days, waited till the weekend to see this, see if this curve goes, you know, let the, the mask mandate be in effect for one week and see how that goes. So, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I saw somewhere he could, you know, end them um, sooner, but I mean, I don't see that happening um, just with the amount of pressure that's been put on him and the amount of, um, you know, regulation, I guess people want to see uh, this. So. Which th this is why we're open to people, you know, commenting us and sending us stuff that we're wrong. But it's like we just gave you the facts like we we literally see it going down like <laughs> before yeah. he even in, if, if before we even in, imposed all these mass mandates and him doing these restrictions um right right so now, you know maybe to play devil's advocate here i mean if you're looking at this graph i mean there's a small spike in the middle of those two weeks so between november 8th and november 15th there's a small spike, but again, does not reach 31%. So it was at 25% on November 11th. November 15th, 
27%, so a 2% increase. But then again, in between there, it never dropped down um, below 10 percentage points, you know, yep. of where of where it was. So. Yep. And, and, and then our last thing that we're going to say is I've talked to many, uh, you know, fitness and health, you know, people that, are, that have been in fitness and health for 20, 30 years, mm-hmm. um, you know, nurses, doctors. One thing that I think everyone can agree on is we really should start recommending, like I've mentioned, some parents have tested their kids multiple times and they're asymptomatic and they're already in quarantine, right? So either they've been in contact with somebody or, right? So they're doing the two weeks. Yep. You know, I understand the two week, right? Because we wanna make sure that they don't show symptoms, right? And show, you know, cause then it's like, okay, then you will get tested, right? Yep. Um, I think that will help as well on actually no, like, cause Right, because if, if I'm getting tested five times, you know, two could be positive and then three could be negative. So it's like that's screwing up the numbers here, you know. Um, yep. So I think that's the big thing because then, honestly, you're saving the tests for when someone actually has symptoms of something, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I think you're not wasting the health personnel right because when i went to go get tested i still had to go through the hospital someone had to test me from the hospital now i did it because as a coach i was going to miss three weeks instead of two so i went to get tested so then that way i knew um mm-hmm. you know but outside of that i probably won't have if you know if it is right. if i was just you know didn't have that obligation because it, yeah, it took, you know, the, the girl had to come out, take a test, go back inside, come back out. Cause I, I took, I took someone that lives in my house too. So it's like, that's taking, that, that's taking their time. Um, and if the issue is we don't have enough staff, it's like, well, if you're healthy, a younger, you know, if, if you're healthy, really, it doesn't matter if you're young or old, but if you're healthy, you know, I, you know, that, that's my take. I don't know. I, cause it's just like, if, if that's your concern, like we're going to flood the healthcare system. It's like, well, then the healthy people should just sit it out for two weeks and then go back to normal. No. Yeah. That's, you know, it's a really good point. Um, I mean, you know, and we've, we've had that conversation or we've, you know, people have brought that up. It's like, well, you know, who do we protect you know, who's the priority to protect or, you know, and it's obviously the, the elderly or the already sick. So that means those people, you know, test those people, get them tests for you and I who are healthy. We're going to be able, we're going to make it through with, a, you know, some cold symptoms. Now, sure. Again, it, it, it varies. Right. Yeah. Um, but right. I mean, if you, <laughs> I don't know. But, I don't want to just keep saying what you were saying. So, well, but you brought up a good point. Like it varies. Like I, I do know healthy people that have had multiple day symptoms. Then it's like, yeah, go get tested. Cause right. Cause as a healthy person, it's like, I want to know what I have, you know, cause I want to make sure I fight it correctly. Um, yeah. And then that way, cause I think you're going to eliminate some people, you know, some kids getting tested, you know, um, you, you eliminate that because then the doctors that again, it's the doctors now can focus on 
oh, you've had a fever for four days. You're starting to have these symptoms. Okay, yeah, let's, you know, because some doctors might say, you know, it's not that. It's not COVID. Now, hopefully, I would hope a doctor is still being objective and saying that's not COVID, that we can get into that weeds different on. But again, you're, you're eliminating those, you know, those situations. So, um, yeah, no, you're right. It depends. You know, if, if, you know, if I just had a fever one day and then I'm better the next, it's like, I'm, I'm not going to go get tested. Like I'll court, like I will quarantine the two weeks. Cause yes. I do understand that science of, I could be transmitting it. Um, but, uh, then we can get in this loop of well the masks work but anyways i get i get the two yeah. quarantine because of the infection rate but um right um this actually leads us into our next thing zach like you said we are protecting the elderly and this is what i have been saying in regards to governor gordon trying to kind of hold off on these health restrictions because today even though we've seen not any new cases today and we've got more recoveries. Now, I don't know how they calculate deaths. I wonder if they do kind of a two, three day count. You know what I mean? Sure. Anyways, um, cause there were no deaths yesterday and then now we have 21 today. So it's like, well, are this, you know, anyways, but, um, out of the 21 deaths being reported today, Zach, 13 of them were, um, well, 13 of them were not hospitalized. Almost all of them were in long-term long care facilities. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, and it's not surprising. You know, that's what I think what we would expect is those mm -hmm. are, those are elderly people, you know, in those facilities. So, um, yeah, you know, it's, I think, you know, I kind of, I kind of going off of that, just what we would expect, you know, and go back to the numbers here. I think only 6%, six and a half percent of all COVID-19 test results in the state of Wyoming are positive, right? So that's a 94% that aren't, that are negative. Um, you know, another thing, interesting, you can look at each county and the amount of positive tests. Albany County, right? Laramie, the University of Wyoming, one of the counties that was heavily or, you know, very loudly calling for a mask mandate. Do you want to know what their percent positive is out of, uh, out of other tests? 2.9%, almost 3%. That's lower than Sheridan's. Sheridan's is at almost 4.5%, right? I mean, now Laramie is definitely, Laramie County is at five, almost 6%. Um, but again, you know, it's like, like we said, it varies, but what we are seeing predominantly is what you would expect. Um, so, yeah. yep. Yeah, um, again, um, I, uh, I think we've put this up. I'll make sure that this this link to the Wyoming Health Department is up on our website at gobyo.com. Mm -hmm. Hey, we're open to discussions. Tell us if we're wrong. But yeah, you know, I can read a graph, and I'm seeing it. It's going <laughs> they down. Make them pretty easy to read. Yeah. Um, 
and then again, it's like, unless, unless somebody has more time to play around on the site and, and figure out where some of this stuff we're trying to find is at. Yeah, please let me know. But, um, this is what we're talking about is it's not transparent. If it's trans, Zach, you and I are technically millennials. Um, we're pretty savvy, I would say, tech-wise. <laughs> right. If we can't find that stuff we're trying to find, there's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're, you're right. Um, I mean, I know how to read. I'm pretty good at reading. And uh, <laughs> the different, different links they have here don't say, you know, what we're looking for. And the ones that we've looked through, again, don't say what, we, what we're looking for. So. Yep. One thing that also like, yeah, this, the, um, anyways, yeah, I'm looking at these percentages, but then like you look at like the amount of testing they've got, like, in, like the testing compared to each other is mm -hmm. interesting. Yep. Anyways, well, um, so just to, anyone that's listened all the way through this, this give, give no ground segment, Zach, we're going to cover kind of again um more opinions but kind of it, it's um, hopefully educational in regards to like uh what is constitutional in a sense what is what are, what are rights what are what are our uh what's the goal of the government um mm -hmm. and hopefully this one you uh maybe appreciate that you should be thinking about how local governments and state government and really the federal government should be transparent um, especially in something like this when they're you know um when yeah. we're in the middle uh middle of a global pandemic right yeah um you know it's like we said i mean i appreciate these numbers are pretty clear like we said but we really want to see these these couple things that we have talked about you know if you're going to come out and make a claim that you know we're being overrun but then we're also you know admitting out-of-state people at the very least just give us the number of out-of-state people in hospitals across wyoming fine don't give us a number by county just give us a straightforward number across the state you know um but yeah i think you know we're in the liberties have been um uh not taken away, but definitely limited. Um, mm -hmm. And so all we want to know is why. Give us a clear, you know, answer to why. Um, yep. And I think, you know, again, we both, you know, Governor Gordon has done a good job, um, but we just, there's a couple things that are missing that just make this seem fishy. So that's what we want to know. Yep. And, and just to end, you know, one of my markers, Zach, in his briefing, he had mentioned, you know, 3,000 cases a day. Since that Friday, I don't even think we've even had 3,000 cases a day. It might have been two weeks ago, three weeks ago. So I'm sitting here like, okay, I haven't seen it in the last two weeks. That was one of your markers. You said that was a marker, was 3,000 cases a day. We're not even anywhere close to that now. So that's that's what we mean by transparency is like, okay, well, if the mark, if if your if your marker has changed, I would like to know what your marker is. You know, yep. um, you know, is it deaths? You know, you know, because you never mentioned anything about a de you know deaths per day or something like that, which right. I think is absurd. You can't control that, but um, 
anyways, but yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You know, uh, rights have been uh, stressed upon or limited in ways. And uh, um, I am curious to see how long is he going to hold on to this, uh, these restrictions, especially if this goes in the, you know, it keeps going in a downward trend. Um, you know, that's, you know, so anyways, but um, we'll cover a lot of different stuff, you know, um, Second Amendment, tech, you know, things like that. Um, but uh, thank you for listening. And Zach, thanks for jumping on on a Friday late afternoon. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, what do you want to say to end out there, Zach? Uh, you know, just be diligent. You know, don't don't just take uh, what's given to you. Go find the answer. Find the truth. Um, you're going to be much better off finding the truth for yourself. <laughs> and not just a truth, but the truth. Find yeah. the truth. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get us censored by big tech probably back uh, <laughs> just kidding but uh thanks for listening and uh go be wyoming <laughs>